Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Welcome back to our streaming show, Common Ground, with me, Bill Spadia. So happy to be in 2024. We're here in New Jersey, Camden County, Cherry Hill, place where I grew up and I know well it's always nice to come back to Cherry Hill. We're at a place on Route 70, Marlton Pike, called Options for Her. And, you know, if you've listened to my show, if you used to watch me on Fox TV, or if you've heard that, you know, it been at any of the events that we've done, you know that one of the big things that we are all about our options and choices. You know, it's one thing to have the political debate over pro-life or pro-choice. It's one thing to have the debate politically about what's allowed, what's legal, what's not. But what's missing in a lot of the conversation, especially when it comes to sensitive issues, when it comes to pregnancy, uh, folks that get pregnant that are somewhat surprised by it, let's not uh, call it unwanted or unplanned. Maybe unplanned is perhaps the best term for it. But what we see in today's politics is a lack of choices because there's a lack of conversation. And one of the things you need to do is have informed choice. Whichever path you're going to go down, one of the things lacking in our society is an option for a lot of young women and families that find themselves in a situation where they think, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do next. And they're told by a lot of the corporate media that they only have one option. Well, there are certainly multiple options for a lot of young women and families out there. So it is a real pleasure and an honor to be here at a place called Options for Her. And I want to bring in the founder and the head of this, uh, Debbie Biskey. Uh, Debbie, come on in. Great to meet you. I'll give you a set of headphones. Okay. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you doing? I'm good. Great I'm to good. see you. So, Debbie, let's let's talk about Options for Her. I know that you actually started uh, in, I think it was in Old Bridge, yeah. right? Are they twisty here? Hold yeah, on, sorry. Okay. We do, there we go. I multitask while I'm here. We can okay. also, <laughs> although Kevin will tell you and Sharon will tell you, uh, don't let me touch the equipment. Okay. So, Debbie, you, you started uh, the bridge in Old Bridge. Bridge Women's Center. Let, let, let's talk about that first. What got you inspired to do that? How did you get into this line of work? You know, um, it's just I used to be pro-choice, and then really some truths were revealed to me, and I was thinking, wow, that's not much choice at all. You know yeah. what I mean? And then I started getting involved with organizations like Save the Storks and Calvary Chapel Ulbridge. And what was the breaking point for you? I mean, a lot of people, you know, I, I've had this conversation over years in politics saying there are really three categories. There are folks that are pro-choice because they feel like government should not be involved. Then there are folks that are actively pro-abortion that actually think that that is an, is an option that should be pushed in a lot, for a lot of reasons, whether it's economic reasons or other. Uh, and then there are those folks that are pro-life. And even in the pro-life community, we find that they say, wow, what's lacking is informed choice. That's right. So was this something you kind of just grew up with, with this pro-choice because it was anti-government? Or you thought, hey, this is about a woman's body. It's her right to choose and there's no other option. Just like if you didn't reach that status of like you have career, you have money, you're not the perfect picture, you can't be a good mom. And that's not true. Wow. That's not informed choice. Yeah. Yeah. So you got into this, uh, you started, uh, what, what was the, the, the place in Bridgewater or in Old Bridge? Bridge Women's Center. Yeah. And, right. and uh, how did you fund that? How does one even go about starting something like so that? So it was a, an idea uh, that someone got with Save the Storks to go mobile, right? To go out to the women instead of wait for them, to go out and tell the truth. And I thought it was a great concept to show the truth. And really, we just started talking about it and we got funded in six weeks. No kidding. Yes. Wow. How about mm -hmm. that? Yeah. So here we are um, uh, in um, 
in Cherry Hill, options for her. It's a beautiful facility you have. Yes. Plenty of parking. Love it. Yeah, it's great. That's right. uh, you've got a great staff here. Uh, you've got nurses on staff, and we're going to interview uh, several of the folks that are here. But w- what was the concept here? What do you do? Tell me about it, and tell me what those options are for her. Sure. So they've been here for over 35 years, the organization, and we kind of okay. rebranded and everything. And basically, this is the place where the options are. Like the unit goes out and helps the woman choose life. We show her life on the ultrasound. But now where's the truth in that like how are we going to help them parent how are we going to help them have resources how are we going to help them get housing how are we going to help them get an education so this is where home like home base is here in our other locations so we're walking with that woman the whole entire time and even after she has the baby is there controversy when you talk to local politicians etc do people uh uh, you know, we've seen some of pre- some pregnancy resource centers come under attack by a lot yes. of uh, very far left radical politicians. Uh, one, Josh Gottheimer, Congressman, North Jersey, uh, very, right. very radical, very leftist and uh, does is is opposed to informed choice because his his perspective is any other information outside of a push to abortion uh, is somehow propaganda and you're not telling women the truth. What, what do you say to that? Well, it, we're not. It's not happening yet, but it's coming. I'm sure because we're yeah. having a call actually tonight with uh, some other organizations. But it's just like we we just don't offer abortion. It's not we don't refer it. We don't offer it, but we definitely offer a lot of other options. You know, and it to me, it's a pretty simple thing. You yeah. know, it's just like. You know, we want to show the truth to the women and show that there are so many things available. Now, are you still going out to uh, the women? You, you send yes. a mobile crew out. That's Tell me right. how that works. So we sent, we've been going to Trenton, uh, Planned Parenthood in Trenton, and tomorrow we're going to Cherry Hill. Um, and so what it does, we have uh, someone who can do an ultrasound, whether it's an RN who has been fully trained or an RDMS ultrasound tech. We have intake counselors and a driver. And we go out and simply, you know, we don't protest. We're not full of judgment. We just say, would you like a free ultrasound? And that way you can make an informed decision and see what's really going inside in your body and everything is free. And we could talk about some other things like why you think you can't be a great mom. What typically happens when a woman says, okay, I'll, I'll uh, take the free ultrasound? So usually it's like they hit this invisible wall and like later on I hear, hear like, oh, I was just praying that like, you know, someone would stop me. I just was hoping that there was a sign. So we get them on board and it's a great team, very loving. And then, you know, we do the medical intake and then we start to scan and it's, it's a 42 inch screen in the unit. It's, you know, beautifully yeah. laid out and they get to see the baby's heartbeat. If they're in second trimester, they're going to hear it and they see their baby. There's no denying it. So it's just, there's really not a negotiation. Mm-hmm. It's truth. And they say as four out of five women who see the baby on the ultrasound, choose life. Do you see that? Yes. Four out of five? Yes. What is the fifth person? What happens there? Uh, you know, they just, they're just, they don't think they can get out or there could be mm-hmm. drug addiction or some kind of abuse. And we also have organizations that will help women like that. Um, but it's just that. So contrary month. to what the detractors might say, you're not, you're not stopping the woman from going in and exercising no. her legal right. We're actually letting her make the, like, look what's going yeah, on inside yeah. your body, which they don't have that option when they go in. Uh, if you could explain uh, one, I was, uh, one, uh, Pregnancy Resource Center we were at, they discussed that there's a high number of, of women who have already miscarried by the time that they get to that choice, they get to the clinic. Do you find that on the ultrasound? No, but you do want to give them, like, make sure that they are pregnant so they're not going in and so getting... So sometimes they're not. That's right. Yeah. Right. Or there's something that's going to happen and, you know, we want to send them to their doctor or their emergency room that maybe just may not be right. That, that would only hurt them further if they went through a procedure. 
how do you raise money? It's not cheap to rent in Cherry Hills. Not cheap no. uh, to send out a mobile truck and have a forty-two inch screen and an yeah. ultrasound. And we're getting a second one. So, <laughs> so how are you raising money? You're not getting government money. No, we don't. We yeah. we talk, right? We go out to churches. We talk to people. We talk to donors who were previously here before, and we talk about like yes, the material resources and everything. Medical. When we can show ultrasound, people love that. Because yeah. it's truth. It's really simple, right? Yeah. It's life. Um, do you, uh, when, when you, what's, what's the most rewarding part? When the mom thinks she can't and then she knows she can and we start to see that she's empowered and encouraged and she yeah. gets to have her baby and she's not left with all that guilt and life just starts bursting, yeah. right? And like there's no love like having your baby. What kind of support do you offer afterward? Afterward, well, there can be like housing, but we'll help with resources, education. We're starting budgeting classes. You know, we'd like to get into GED and ESL as we get going. That's great. You know, and things take time. And it's like you get a little empowerment and encouragement to someone, they can soar. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for doing what you do. It was oh, really nice you. to meet you. And I, I'm going to be at your banquet yes. on October 18th. So October 18th, uh, 2024- at um, in Cinnamonson. The Marion in yep. Cinnamonson. I'm right. looking forward to that. Oh, thank you, Thank Debbie. you so much. Great thank to you. meet you. Thank Me you. All right, stay right there. We'll be right back with more Common Ground from Cherry Hill. We are live on Monday, January 22nd, 2024. I'll see you in a second. Hi, Joe here from Guaranteed Service. There's nothing worse than having your furnace or boiler break down during a cold spell. That's why this is a perfect time to take advantage of our $77 furnace or boiler tune-up. Our 21-point checklist covers everything needed to keep your system running safely and efficiently. We'll even guarantee no breakdowns all winter long or your repairs free. So call today for our $77 furnace or boiler tune-up and you'll become a customer for life. Guaranteed. Hey guys, Bill Spadia back with you. We're here live at Options for Her. It is a uh, pregnancy resource center in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, in Camden County. Love being back in Camden County. As you know, uh, born and raised in Cherry Hill. Love the spot, love the space. And it's a real honor to be here at Options for Her. You uh, you heard from Debbie, who founded this place. Now I wanted you to hear kind of on the technical side and bring in my next guest, Addison Mulstead, who is a registered nurse and is here to perform the ultrasounds with the women that you meet. Addison, nice to meet you. You too. So tell me, what. Uh, first of all, how did you get here? How did you find this place? You're a nurse, so clearly you had some passion and drive to help others. Yeah, so I had just graduated college. I have a love for babies and life yeah. and just preserving life. And so I met Debbie at church. Yeah. And she was asking for volunteer nurses. And then I ended up with a full time job. How about that? That worked out okay, right? How long ago did you get out of nursing school? Uh, in May. Wow, that's great. Welcome. That's great. Um, so tell me what it's like. You're in the van. Mm hmm. And someone is pulling women in. They're knocking on the door. You're walking out. You're outside. You're inside. How does it work? So I'll be outside or inside. But outside, we are giving pamphlets and asking women if they just want a free pregnancy test and ultrasound. And then we will get onto the unit. Yeah. They'll start paperwork, which takes a while. And I get to set up the ultrasound machine. And then we get to show them life. What's the typical reaction that you have? Like, at what point? Is it from the, the cold gel to putting the machine on? Like, wh at what point does, does someone have a reaction? As soon as we get the ultrasound machine on, normally yeah. they will say, I didn't realize it was a baby. Or wow. if we pull up that heartbeat, they're yeah. like, I didn't know it had a heartbeat this little. And 
those two moments, they have big reactions. Um, Addison, what was your journey like? I mean, we heard from Debbie and her journey was, you know, someone who had kind of been, um, you know, like like many Americans told one thing and then you kind of find out a little more along the way and think, wow, that's, you know, we're not really having a debate about choice. We, we've mm-hmm. got a government and a corporate media that pushes just one choice. So it's really uh, almost like a one party state. You've got one option here and then any other disagreement, you're being painted as, well, you're crazy, you're a radical, et cetera. What was your journey like? Were you always... Uh, on one side of this issue, or have you evolved over time? Due to family circumstances and things that happened in, like, my parents' past, uh, I've always been pro-life. They've raised me pro-life and just raised me to value yeah. everyone. So is this a dream come true? It is. It's yeah. combining nursing with my passion for life and my belief in Christ. Do you... Do you have you ever um, gone on an ultrasound, done this, and and had doubts whether or not the person would see the other side? And and what's it like when someone rejects it? Says, you know what? I understand that this is a life inside of me, but I'm making this choice that is my legal right to make, and especially in New Jersey. Um, what what is that moment like for you? It's a humbling reminder that I have no control over it, and all I can do is present the information and God takes it from there and I it's not my place it's God's to work at her heart what's the first question you get once a mom-to-be says oh wow I didn't realize what was going on inside my body what's the first question they ask what do I do yeah and we don't answer that but we walk them through answering that for themselves so you're not pushing one agenda or another you're just exposing the truth of what's happening mm-hmm. inside yeah educating on yeah. all of their options and allowing them to make the choice of life a lot of tears in your job yeah yeah i, I can tears. imagine i can imagine uh what's it like when the day is done though you feel on the on the scale of of do you feel fulfilled is it is it do you feel this urgency for the next day what what goes through your mind I feel fulfilled because we have a good mix of moms who have had their baby still coming back for help and then moms who are getting that first ultrasound thinking that abortion is right for them. And I get to just see that woman who's at that beginning stage and see what potential she has through walking with this. But how many women do you see a week? 30 to 50. Oh, really? That many? 30 to 50? So at what point, and is this the time now to ask Debbie to say, can we raise the money to hire a second full-time nurse? We do have another nurse. <laughs> right? Is that, are we at a, about that moment now? Right? We have another nurse. She's yeah. here part-time, though. Okay. Oh, you do. Okay. Yes. Um, are you out there despite the weather? We Does try to be as often yeah. as possible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Um, so for you... What do you think is the most important thing that you want to say to, let's talk to the moms out there who are pregnant. Maybe they just found out they were pregnant. And, uh, you know, what is the lingo use? Is it unplanned? Is it uh, surprise pregnancy? Is it, yeah, I didn't expect this and here I am? Yeah. What's the message to those moms? If someone is right now saying, uh, you know, I've gotten the flyers from Planned Parenthood. I've been told by the media that there really is only one choice. It's, it's pushed as if there are zero consequences to having an abortion, and it's not really a life, it's just a lump of cells in me, and they're out there. Mm-hmm. What do you want to say to those moms-to-be? Abortion doesn't go away. Um, it sticks with you, and so it's a, a choice that you want to think long and hard about, and I want you to know all of your options and be informed about all of the choices you have to make 
prior to making that choice. And we have a community here who wants to support you and walk through you with this. Thanks, Addison. It was really nice to meet you. You too. Thanks for joining me. All right, stay tuned. We will be right back. Hey, guys, Bill Spadia here. Like you, I am sick and tired of the culture of acceptance that has been beaten into us by Trenton politicians on both sides of the aisle. Accepting their higher taxes, accepting higher tolls, crumbling roads, accepting a radical school curriculum, accepting busloads of illegal border crossers, accepting prisoners being let out before they complete their sentences, and perhaps worst of all, accepting losing November after November. It is time to break the mentality of acceptance being pushed by Trenton politicians. We need to demand common sense policies and leaders who get it. Hey guys, Bill Spadia back with you. Thank you for joining me for Common Ground. If you are just joining us live here on Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Wow, this year already going fast. We're live at Options for Her. It's a pregnancy resource center in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, right in the heart of Camden County. And for me, uh, former home. I grew up and uh, graduated from Cherry Hill East, so I know this area well. It's always great to be back here. Uh, We're talking about true choice. We talk about this issue of um, family planning and unplanned pregnancies. And unfortunately, we have so much attention on the one choice of abortion, and it becomes such a hot political issue that I wanted to take some time over the course of the next few months to bring you um, the the other alternative, the options that a lot of women don't know that there are options out there for them to get support and get help. And there isn't just one choice. You know, choice is a word that that means actual choice, that you could choose door A, door B, door C. It doesn't mean just one thing that's pushed by a narrative. Join me now, Pastor Zachary Peck, who works closely with Options for Her. Pastor Zach, great to meet you. Yeah, thanks for having us. So tell me about your role. Yeah, so I work on the communications. I really get what we're doing here out there, out in the world. Um, And also in this new year, we're going to be starting to develop conversations for the other um, uh, part of the relationship for the men. We're going to be launching options for him. No kidding. Yeah. So, well, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. So let's talk about that. You've got a lot of the women who uh, are going to, let's say, uh, whether the clinic is run by Planned Parenthood or another Mm -hmm. clinic, they show up, your van shows up, they opt for an ultrasound. Are most of the women alone? Are they with someone? Is there a boyfriend or it a depends. husband? Or? Sometimes, sometimes the women are dropped off. Sometimes the okay. women are dropped off like a you know a block away, and they, they walk really? over on their own. Um, other times they're there with the men, but it, you know it, it's a mix. It really is yeah. a mix. Yeah. What's the message to men out there, and, and what do you find? I mean, if you're going to launch options for him, mm-hmm. there must be some interaction now that you're having with men. There must be a need that you're seeing for it. And what is it? Yeah, I mean uh, uh, that you have a seat at the table. You have a you have a, a part in the conversation um, and, yeah. and a voice that you can speak into this relationship. Yeah. You know, you've made uh, this decision, and the you know there may be fear, there may be anxiety, but you can speak up and start that conversation. And that's where we want to provide resources for dads to step up into that challenge of being a father. Yeah. Um, now, it's this may sound strange, but I want to ask you. I mean, you're a pastor. Yeah. What part does faith 
play in this. And when you encounter someone, are they necessarily Christian? Are they Jewish? Are they, or, or do they have no faith? Have they lost faith? Where, where are you finding people sure. when that first interaction happens? Yeah, well, I mean, the, we, we have biblical counseling resources here, um, and it's, it's more so about uh, defining that you have intrinsic value, right? From, from, the, uh, the time of, um, uh, from the time of the pregnancy, you have a value. You have a place and a position in this world. So for the fathers, it's you've made this decision, and this baby has life. From uh, what, what do we say? From from womb to tomb, you have value, hmm. um, and so you know we really just want to get that message out there that your baby has life, uh, that you have a voice, and that you should be um, just just helping with the woman. What kind of pushback do you get? Are you there with the van or no? You're. I, I've gone sometimes. out a few yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of negativity do you encounter? I mean, a lot of people of faith, faith leaders especially encounter the the uh kind of the dismissive attitude and you see it with politicians you see it with with the corporate media where it's like ah you're kind of a kook yeah there's been years and years of negative stigma attached to this conversation and so the fact that we are just simply having a conversation and offering an informed option uh, is something that is unique we're not trying to scare you into seeing the beauty of life we just want i think uh, life itself is an attractive thing, right? That you want um, to to let people see, all right? So for, whether it's the uh, whether it's the boyfriend or whether it's the woman, we want them to see the beauty of the life that they have. Is it a daunting task? And and by that I mean, have you gone down a path now where you're looking at this saying, "Wow, I didn't think it was this bad," or do you have that? Encouragement, because I, I talk to a lot of people, you know, whether it's on the radio show, sure. on TV, or or in this podcast, and a lot of people once they start going down the road of fixing mm-hmm. things, whether, mm-hmm. whether whatever the issue is, whether it's abortion or immigration or taxes, right? You know, you, you kind of you open that jar and you're like, whoa, I had no idea how bad sure, this was. Sure. Where do you stand on that? Yeah, I mean, it's I, I really feel as though the um, just the breakdown of having those simple conversations of whether it's sexual integrity, uh, whether it's having having the conversation start in the home, uh, you know, even the stigma of this doesn't happen in the church, you know, all of these conversations really are. Um, I, I pray that people will see that the there is a foundation for this conversation uh, regarding life. And although it is scary and it feels as though it's an uphill battle, it starts with having one conversation. It's like one conversation at a time. What do you say to people if they confront you and they say you're just doing this to recruit to pull more people into your church? We are recruiting for people to see the value of life. Right, that's yeah. what we want people to see: yeah. is that uh, life is a beautiful thing. It's worth living. It's worth preserving, and it's worth getting people behind seeing. What's the toughest obstacle that you see from a faith perspective? Uh, well, for I mean, as a guy, right, just just um, feeling as though you have a position or a place in the conversation, um, but from also from a faith standpoint, uh, death seems very appealing. It's the easier route to go to, but life is something that's beautiful, um, and that I think uh, it's very easy to sort of cheapen the idea of life. But I pray that people get back to seeing the value of it. Do you see a lot of the moms that you've met for the first time that they will be recurring and they'll come back and you'll see them? Yeah, uh, and yeah. Yeah, so a lot of, it's beautiful actually, the, the biblical resources uh, or biblical counselors and seeing yeah. some of the moms come through and just continue to have that conversation beyond choosing life. 
Um, you know, and so I, I know we have one of our guests here in a little bit. Yeah, but, uh, but, but yeah, yeah, but even Isabel, you know, great example of just we believe in preserving life, but we also believe in building people up, building the moms and dads up. Did, did your journey start with adversity where you had to see the light and overcome something? Uh, well, when I was younger, when I was two years old, I actually was given up for adoption. So it was something that um, when I was in middle school, just really struggling with not knowing who my father was and feeling that tension of without a father, how does that affect an individual? Yeah. And now to be in an organization where, uh, you know, we're going into this new year with putting fathers, you know, uh, uh, as a part of the conversation. It's a beautiful just sort of thing to be a part of. It's it's strange for me, yeah. but it's God-given. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Pastor, thank you. Thank really, you. Really yeah. great to meet Thanks you. Thanks for your thank time. Thank you. Yep. That is Pastor Zachary Peck. Uh, okay, we, uh, we're going to take a very quick break, and we'll be back with Isabella. I wanted you to meet one of the moms uh, because this is all about the journey that mom's taken. You know, guys, we, we don't put a political spin on these kinds of conversations. But I think that since you're only going to hear one side in the corporate media, it's my job to show you the other side that there are options. There are options for so many thousands of young women out there who are facing an unplanned pregnancy and saying, I don't know. Are there resources? It's not fair to say that we're going to uh, push one side or the other without true informed choice. It's very easy to say, hey, I'm pro-life and leave it as a moral decision, but then do nothing to follow up with helping create that support for these young women that are out there. You're going to meet one of them in just a few minutes. Rob Gill here, founder of Epic Financial Strategies, and we are so proud to support Bill Spadia's live streaming show, Common Ground. Are you worried about your financial future? Are you concerned about the bank failures in the economy so far in 2023? Would you like to change your mindset about money, secure your financial future? And if it sounds like you, go to www.moneymindset2023.com. We have a gift of a personal financial website for you. What you have to do is click the red button, go on the website, fill out the form, first name, last name, email, and phone number, so one of our members can reach out to you. There's no obligation. It's a consultation where you could claim the personal financial website, which, by the way, allows you to connect all your financial institutions, so all of your decision-making is based on logic, math, and science, not emotional timidity, not a gut-level hunch, or not somebody's opinion. Looking forward to spending some more time with you. Hey guys, Bill Spadia back with you on our live podcast, Common Ground. Great to be with you as uh, if you've been watching or if you're just joining us, we're in Cherry Hill in Camden County, live at Options for Her. This is a uh, pregnancy resource center that has no cost to women, local and confidential. And I, as I had said earlier before the break, uh, very important that if we're talking about choices, we're talking about whether or not a woman is going to choose to abort the pregnancy, whether or not a woman's going to choose to bring that life into the world, um, that choice has to come with information. And I think too often, whether it's we throw back to the uh, crisis of the lockdowns and the pandemic where there were so many things pushed on people, whether it was a vaccine or uh, loss of job, all of these things happening came without information. There is too much of one side forcing a choice on you without informed consent. And for me, no matter what it is, especially when it comes to whether or not you're going to choose to bring a baby into the world, it has to come with an informed choice, knowing what resources are available. Now, joining me now, a uh, young woman, a young mom, Isabella Bins, 
who chose to bring her baby into the world and uh, through the support of this great options for her. Isabella, so nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So I, I want to ask you, how did you first come in contact with this organization? So my when I found out I was pregnant, it was a big surprise because I was switching up from IUD to, you know, whatever pills at the time. And when I found I was pregnant, I was actually just taking the test with my friend to help her support. And then it was ended up that my friend wasn't pregnant. I was pregnant. I was super surprised. You were there because a friend <laughs> thought she was pregnant. Whoa, that's all. You thought, okay, I'm there for you. So you're like, we'll both take the test together. And she wasn't pregnant. She wasn't. I was like, great, yeah. And I was like, oh, oh, I am. Wow. <laughs> Now, what was that? What What did your friend say? How, how did that interaction work? And she was like, oh, my God, is that what we're going to do? <laughs> so what was your first thought that my what you were going to do? My first thought was like, wow, I'm by myself. I have no clue what to do. As, yeah. uh, as an immigrant and unsure, you know, uh, we insurance is something really far from us. And um, I had no clue where to go. And I kept looking for resources and place to go. And I would go there and then doors were closed. A lot of places are closed since COVID and they never open up. So the first place and the only place I knew was the Pepene Hut. And I did go there as uh, it's very famous with us, you know, immigrants. It's very common. We go there. To Planned Parenthood. Yes. And then when I went there and they, the only questions was like, it was planned. Oh, wasn't planned. Okay, they were for me to get an abortion the same day, and I didn't even process what was going on, and I had actually no clue what I was doing. And for whatever matters, I was the last appointment. I had to wait one week to get the pill, and then I couldn't. I couldn't take the abortion for some reason, and I couldn't even think about it. When I got home, and the day after, I was like, "Wow, I did not want to get an abortion. Thank God they didn't give me the pill." But it's just a matter of you go there, watch a video, 30 minutes, and then you take the abortion. You don't have even time or, you know, to, to think process about it. it. Yeah, to process so it. So there are no counselors at Planned Parenthood saying, here are some options for you. Nobody talked One to option. me. Yeah, nobody was like, do you want to do an abortion? Wow. And then I was Any like, discussion about the consequences, the mental uh, anguish afterward, some of the long-term adverse effects that many women... Uh, experience after having yeah, an abortion. Not, no, not no, no, no. I even don't know until today. I don't. I didn't do it, so I don't even. I have no clue. Still. Yeah. So no how did you get to options for her? I kept looking for resources, and eventually I found the options for her. And the first thing that they asked me was like, "Do you want to get an ultrasound?" I was like, "Yeah, that's all what I want." <laughs> Since day one, I just want to do an ultrasound and see what's going on inside of me. So Planned Parenthood, there was no ultrasound no, offered. No, they don't no. want it. They don't want you to know what's going they on. They don't even inside. tell you yeah. like, "Do you want to have the baby?" I think yeah, that yeah. would be nice to they if again informed choice. Yeah. You're talking about pushing someone toward uh, a medical procedure that you're going in and half of the story is not being told. Yeah, there is a, a so. What was it like when you first saw the ultrasound? I was like, my little bean. <laughs> my little bean, my little, you know. And I was like, wow, I'm starting my new family. Wow. And of course, I was afraid of million things. And and But before, you know, I thought I didn't have options. I thought, you know, abortion, there's a lot of, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of women out there. They opt for abortion because they, they don't know they can go through it. They don't know. They have no clue. Yeah. So I did, and I'm doing it, and still, and he's how old? By how day. old is your baby? He's uh, he's going for two months right now. It's two months. Yeah. This just happened. He's you're still no you're still glowing and smiling. Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. It's funny. People ask. <laughs> is me he good? Do. Does he sleep? 
He's sleeping. Okay, now. I'm just asking. No, you know, no, but the first two weeks were really hard. Yeah, it was I'm really sure. Hard. Yeah. Any regrets? No, not at all. How supportive no. has the organization been? Pretty good, and they forward me to other resources, and you know, apply for programs here and there, and then. I feel I feel very supportive. People ask me, "Oh, did you have a postpartum depression or something?" And I'm like, "You know what? After he was born, I was just really happy." Yeah. He came. He brought life to me. There are okay. So there are three locations, right? Ocean City, Trenton, and here in Cherry Hill. And there's there was no cost to you. No. The nothing, ultrasound was free. Nothing. The follow up, all of that mm-hmm. was free. And every time I needed to talk or want an um, ultrasound, I would ask them and. I just give to me coming in. Do you have always have someone to talk? Yeah. Always support. And they, they were great. They great. What do you want to say to young women out there who um, who went with their friend? I have not heard that story yet. That you did the uh, the we're gonna do this together, and you find out you're pregnant. I mean that uh, you know that stuff that you wouldn't if you put that in a movie. They'd be like, nah, that that doesn't happen. So the the women right now who are taking that test. Uh, or just think that they're pregnant and are going to head down to Planned Parenthood because that's all they know, uh, what is your message to them? You can do it. You can have your baby. You can have your family. I know you have a lot of fears and a lot going on with you, but you can do it and you're not alone. There's a lot of support out there. There are a lot of other moms that went through the same thing and they're here to help. I'm here. I'm one of the persons that I'm, I'm willing to part of the team willing to help and you're not alone that's that's my message well said uh options for her dot org and at options for her on facebook and instagram and again you've heard it from all of our guests today with options for her it's truly that it's an option no one's going to push you in one direction or the other but you can't make a choice unless it's an informed choice. Otherwise, it's not a true choice. So when you're being pushed by a certain um, group, whether it's in the media, whether it's in politics, whether it's in this big business of the abortion industry in America and certainly in New Jersey, know that there are other options and you do have choices. And no matter what choice you end up making, at least make it fully informed with an understanding of what the options are, what you're rejecting, what you're embracing. And that is the main message for us that there are, and this is now, I believe, the the third or fourth pregnancy resource center that we've brought you um, information behind the scenes to meet with the moms and uh, the clinicians and the owners and the nurses and the folks, uh, you know, in this case, the pastor who is there to help both of you, whether you're the mom-to-be, whether you just got that pregnancy test and it's positive, whether you're uh, the the father, and you didn't expect this, and this is not the right time in your life, there are options. So at the very least, talk to someone and find out what other options are available. Optionsforher.org. Isabella, so nice to meet you, you. and congratulations. Thank you. Uh, All right, we're going to come back in just a second. We, um, I've got a few things that I want to wrap up for you. I want to thank everyone here at Options for Her, optionsforher.org. Remember, no cost to you, no cost to you. You go to optionsforher.org. You can send a note on Facebook, uh, at Options for Her. On Instagram, same thing, three locations, Trenton, Cherry Hill, and Ocean City. I want to thank all of our guests. Remember, no cost to you and no pressure. This is just about options and informed consent. So I want to thank everybody here at Options for Her, and uh, I'll be right back with What's Next.
Hey guys, Bill Spadia here. Like you, I am sick and tired of the culture of acceptance that has been beaten into us by Trenton politicians on both sides of the aisle. Accepting their higher taxes, accepting higher tolls, crumbling roads, accepting a radical school curriculum, accepting busloads of illegal border crossers, accepting prisoners being let out before they complete their sentences, and perhaps worst of all, accepting losing November after November. It is time to break the mentality of acceptance being pushed by Trenton politicians. We need to demand common sense policies and leaders who get it. Hey guys, Bill Spadia here for What's Next. Let me tell you what's next. Today, we're broadcasting live in Cherry Hill in Camden County on Monday, January 22nd, 2024. Tomorrow, Tuesday, is the New Hampshire primary. And if you were paying attention to some of the chatter over the weekend, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, dropped out of the presidential race. And like Tim Scott, former senator or senator in South Carolina, endorsed Donald Trump. So the governor in Florida, Senator in South Carolina, both decided they were going to suspend their presidential run and endorse Donald Trump. Vivek Ramaswamy, the billionaire businessman, very, very young man, very smart man, did the same thing, dropped out of the race, endorsed Donald Trump. That means the only person left in this race facing off against Donald Trump is the former governor of South Carolina, former UN ambassador Nikki Haley. Now, let me just say this. You're going to be watching this, either you're watching me live or you'll be tuning into the radio show tomorrow morning. I'll give you my preview of the New Hampshire primary. But I want to just say this to you. It is critical right now that the Republican Party unite. What's next is we unite as a Republican Party and face off against the Democrats. Have you, because I haven't, met a Democrat that can really stand up and tell you with a straight face that Joe Biden is qualified to even continue serving as president, let alone serve another four years? The Democratic Party, both in New Jersey and nationally, have betrayed the values of this country. They've opened up our border. They have spiked the cost of living. They have gone after our cops and disparaged our military. It is time to regain common sense. Now, whether you are a Democrat or an independent or a Republican, you might be a Republican that hates Donald Trump. You can't deny that we had a situation under Donald Trump where we did not have wars, where we saw illegal immigration going absolutely down through the floor, where we had a cost of living that was affordable for working class and middle class Americans. We have to get back to affordability. We have to get back to a culture that stands up for our law enforcement. We have to get back to a culture that says we are going to end the never ending wars. It is enough. We have to stop sending our men and women into harm's way to feed the elites and feed the greed of these big corporations. Enough is enough. Nikki Haley is a never-ending war advocate. She's been an advocate for open borders. She is not a good Republican, and she would be a horrible nominee for this party. Now, even if you don't like Donald Trump, I get it, but look at the policies that are out there. Donald 
Trump represents a huge swath of this country, middle class, working class folks, uh, even upper class industry owners who are the great employers in this country. He represents all of us. Why? Because Donald Trump wants to get back to a culture that values law enforcement, values our veterans, values our sovereignty, values the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, values bringing down the cost of living so that everyone benefits from a good economy, values closing that southern border to prevent the terrorists and the drug dealers and the cartels from continuing this onslaught of human trafficking and other horrible things that are happening. We have to end the sanctuary status in this country and go back to valuing legal immigration. It's time to get smart and tough. It's time to end the conflict in Ukraine. It is time to support Israel 100%. It is time to close that southern border. It's time to get a handle on this economy and create affordability, opportunity, prosperity, and liberty for every American. I believe the best path forward for that is to elect Donald Trump. So let's see him win this New Hampshire primary. Let's end the primary now and start focusing on restoring liberty and prosperity to the whole country. So if you're a Republican, you ought to be calling Nikki Haley's office and saying it's time for you to drop out. It's time to unify the party around Donald Trump and his common sense policies that are going to put America back on the right path. It's critical. Stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'm at Bill Spadia. Check out the website, Common. Uh, commonsenseclub.org and billspadia.com and I'll talk to you tomorrow morning on the show and we'll see you on Common Ground in just another week. 